Blog Talk Radio. so I could let it play all day. Peace. We are live. We are in full effect right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse radio frequency. I neglected, I put it in the description for yesterday's broadcast, but I completely neglected to do the horoscopes for the 12 signs for the upcoming Taurus Lunar Eclipse. So guess what? I am back. We are here ahead once again ahead of November 19th, um, Taurus Lunar Eclipse, and I'm going to delineate these and deliver these channel messages for each of the 12 signs. These are general uh, messages, but they definitely are going to apply. I'm going to talk to you about the astrology for your sign and how that's being impacted, um, as well as I pulled a card for each of the signs to help. It's, it's all to help. It's all to help encourage us along this journey and path. Eclipse seasons are not necessarily easy. And so, and I apologize. I was trying to. Oh, Miguel Miggs. What? Oh, but I wanted something with no words. There we go. I don't want to compete with the music. So let's just jump into it. Um, I put in the description for today's broadcast, uh, I put the order that the signs are going to be delivered in order of horoscopes. It says, if you're joining me on the blogtalkradio.com website forward slash Interpeace Lighthouse, you'll see if you scroll down the, the slideshow, which includes a couple of the cards. There was this card that just popped out, and it just wanted to be over all the other cards. So I was like, oh, that's like a general message for all signs. And then, of course, the bottom of the deck is going to be for all of us. And the reality is, the message of all 12 signs is for all of us because it paints the full picture. When you get all 12 signs, you can see the full picture. We all have all 12 signs in our natal chart. And so all of these energies play out in different ways for each of them, each of us, okay? The order we're going in today is Taurus. Y'all know by now, whatever sign the lunation is in, that's who's up first. So Taurus, you're on deck first. After that, we, I, I, like I've shown y'all over the years, we go in order, energetic order, right? Not chronological from 1 to 12. So we got Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, all the fixed signs up front. Then we got Virgo and Capricorn after that. We got Cancer and Virgo and Capricorn. That's going to correlate 
more than likely to the Taurus energy, right? Because all all of us are probably going to resonate with the Taurus message, right? And then for Virgo and Capricorn, even more so because like Taurus, they're Earth energies. When I get to Cancer that and Pisces, that's probably going to correlate to what I've mentioned about Scorpio. Oh, I didn't mean to do it in that order. Yes, I did. And then um, Gemini and Libra is probably going to correlate to the Aquarius message and Sagittarius and Aries uh, to the Leo message. So everybody has this relationship to this fixed energy some kind of way. Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius holding it up for all the fixed energy, right? And then all of us kind of tapping in, all the rest of us kind of tapping into that energy through one of those four signs. For instance, I'm a sun sign Sagittarius, so out of Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius, that Leo message is probably going to hit real hard, hit it home for me really hard, right? So I'm just putting that out there. Let's jump in. Uh, uh, In the slideshow, I've included images for two of the cards that I just mentioned. We've got the Ten of Air, a.k.a. the Ten of Swords, which happened to be reversed, governing the entire reading and spread. And then we've got the Queen of Water, a.k.a. the Queen of Cups, at the bottom of the spread. Let's just start there and have a general message for everybody before we jump in. Ten of Swords is, I like to, there's astrology behind every card, and I love that because it helps me, since I kind of think in terms of astrology now, to break down the energy. The Ten of Air is a Sun in Gemini card. And in its upright position, this talks about accepting the death of something, the end of something. I'm coming to you today on a number nine universal day, which is all about endings. It is the final and last single-digit number, and so there's a sense of endings. Even this eclipse energy in itself has a sense of endings. What did I tell you um, on yesterday's Wednesday word? This eclipse energy is something's being eclipsed out. Something's about to end. Something's about to wrap up. Something's about to be over, whether we want it to or not. It doesn't, like, that's not required that we're on board with it. So... That, that's what's happening there with this ending energy, accepting the death of something with the tin of air, right? And then we've got, um, oh, the, another message for the tin of air is that it's time to move on, right? So when I saw that the tin of air was reversed, I was like, wait, is it not necessarily time to move on? Are we going to have an issue or a difficult time moving on? These are some of the things that are coming up. When the, I put in the slideshow, it shows here a general image of the reverse Ten of Swords talks about um, surviving disaster um, or escaping ruin or learning from the past. This is a Saturn energy governed week. I've been mentioning that all week long. And so this idea of learning a lesson, learning from the past, um, is, is likely going to help us. This also can talk about a relapse, fears coming true, being beyond help, or total ruin. Um, so we'll see how that plays out when I get into the different signs. 
but the but one thing about this this card, whether it's upright or reverse, it's a very forceful message. It's the tens. When I see a ten pop up, I don't care if it's a ten of air, a ten of water, a ten of fire, uh, a ten of earth. It is the ultimate in that particular energy, and this is the ultimate in mental energy. I see that more than anything as just what I was picking up on in the Lunar Lounge in the Wednesday Words this week. A lot of this eclipse energy kind of overwhelming. The moon's still in Aquarius right now today. It's void, so I felt like it was okay to come on right now because I already started this yesterday, so I'm not doing something brand new. It's fine. But just the ultimate in this air energy is like the intensity of it all. That's the Scorpioness <laughs> to have a ten pop out and it be reversed. There's an intense energy to the air, our minds, our thoughts, our conversations, our movements, where we're going, where we're headed, our ideas about the future and the past. This just said, what did it say? Learning from the past, right? So what we're thinking about the past is like coming to the fore in a very intense way. Um, on the image that I put up in the slideshow of the Queen of Water, a.k.a. Queen of Cups, it's at the bottom of our deck. When I say the bottom of the deck, it's just a reminder by, from spirit on the way out, like just keep this in mind because it's going to be helpful and beneficial to you. This particular image that I used in the slideshow says, Queen of Cups, when we are confronted with the wealth of our feelings, this this same thing with the tin of air, this intensity of our mind and thoughts and ideas and words, this is talking about the intensity or the wealth of our feelings. We often believe at that point that we have too, that, that we have too many feelings or that they are too changeable, up, down, all around, and prevent us from having good relationships with ourselves or others. In truth, only when we allow, come on, ten of air, same thing, allowing, accepting the death of something, accepting that something is ending. This says with the queen of water, only when we allow our feelings to flow freely. That's why you keep an open heart with the ten of air. Keep an open mind with this Aquarius moon energy. Keep an open mind um, with the, the changeable nature of Uranus that's impacting the Scorpio new moon season. Keep an open mind. This Taurus lunar eclipse is going to be opposite the Scorpio moon. The Scorpio sun, excuse me. This is encouraging us to keep an open heart. Only when we allow our feelings to flow freely can we clearly define the natural boundary, the natural boundaries of our intuitive abilities. We can handle way more than we think we can. Maybe that's why the sin of error is reversed, because what if it's not over? What if the worst is not over? What if there's more to come? And spirit is saying, but we can handle it. That would more than it will never be more put on us than we can handle. Make sure it says here at the end. Make sure you are open to spiritually. Make sure you are open spiritually as well as emotionally. It's already said that and protective of your own soul at the same time, right? When you do that, your feelings will be correct. You will speak as one person. So this is encouraging you 
to be open and protective at the same time. That is, is giving me this pin of air upside down because I'm like, okay, if things are ending, why would the pin be reversed? That means it's not really ending. And that that gives me the impression of what I've been saying all week too. And I just, I was reading this Dr. Leila Africa book and it hurt my feelings because he said that that's, uh, he, he didn't have a lot great to say about that the energy is not created or destroyed, it's just transformed. But that resonates with me, so I'm going to stick to it for now, and it, re- it resonates with the current message for us, which is do these relationships really end? Do these even re- re- look at the, the, the thing just said relapse on the ten of air reverse. What did it say? Relapse. What if we're confronted at this Taurus eclipse time season? It's not just a day. It's a a time period where this energy is impactful. What if something comes back to us that we thought was over, ten of air reverse, so that it can be confronted with an open heart, so it can be confronted with the free-flowing feelings and our intuitive abilities? What if this time around we can handle it? I'm encouraging us, we, if we can handle it, it'll be in this queen of water way that we do and can handle it. It'll be because we are queen of water, family value, okay? Maybe you, I'm just speaking on the energies that are popping up. Maybe you dealt with a particular issue, addiction, whatever, in the past, and you were single or whatnot. Now you have a family, and it comes back up that urge. And so spirit is saying, okay, keeping the family in mind, keeping queen king, that's a mature energy, a mature manifestation. So what if this time around, out of an abundance of queen of water energy, self-love, self-care, self-support, dealing with things, issues, people, yourself sensitively. Don't blame yourself. Don't don't get rag on yourself because a desire has come back around. This time you meet it head on with the, the level of sensitivity and an open heart and open mind, love, tenderness, uh, um, and care. And, and then and and then you'll see a, a a more desired result, I'm sure, than if you beat yourself up. The the reverse queen of water, you know, where you're just overly emotional. I can't believe that you know this is coming back up and all this stuff. So that's just what's initially coming up. Let's get into the signs. Taurus, you're up on deck first, and of course, Taurus, of course, you're the first sign up. Because your Taurus lunar eclipse season is occurring in your first house. So, of course, you're the first up and in true, uh, um, <laughs> in, the, in the true spirit of how things go around here, of course, the card that comes out for you is a one. <laughs> first sign up, first house astrological influence being impacted, and then you get a, a one card, an ace, the ace of fire. The Ace of Fire. And it was sideways when it came out, so that's giving me the feels that popped up on yesterday's broadcast, the Wednesday word of this opposite energy, which is a full moon, a lunar eclipse, sun, opposite moon. 
it's like you kind of get to choose. I don't know why that keeps coming up. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> but it, that's what fire energy kind of talks about is this adventure. I think I'm just now doing a sound check. Okay, cool. I can be heard. I'm encouraged. You're being encouraged at this time. First house, um, it, it, it's really a time for you to be reborn, especially with Scorpio naturally being across from you, because the Taurus, the fact that there's a Taurus full moon means the sun is in Scorpio opposite you, and Scorpio is all about this transformation and this rebirth. And so it's, that is energy is being highlighted for you because it's a full moon. If this was a new moon in Taurus, I likely wouldn't be saying this, but it's a full moon in Taurus, which necessarily activates your opposite sign, Scorpio. It necessarily impacts you, especially you first, I, me, one. So you're being encouraged to get really passionate about you, being really passionate about this new you. There's a newness. What do you think happens when things end, 10 of air? A 10 is just a 1. It just has a 0 on it, and 0 holds no value. When when we allow things in our lives to end, even things that are coming back up to be dealt with, this 10 of air was reversed. So it could potentially be coming back up to be dealt with, and we're being encouraged, you, Taurus, are being encouraged to meet that with passion, with, 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 with abandon, you know, it, and, and in keeping with this energy of being open and allowing and accepting, you, Taurus, are being in, encouraged to accept whatever challenges may come up, and an ace of fire can do it. All the aces are gifts. All you have to do is allow it and be open. Don't resist it. Don't block it off. Whatever challenges are coming up, accept them. You can handle What did I just say about the queen of water? You can do it. You can handle it. Nothing's being put on you that's, that's greater than your ability, ace of fire, to handle it. This is also in the energy of, a new, of having a new lease or getting a new lease on life, a passionate new beginning, encourage confidence and enthusiasm. You being fired up and ready to go. This is a message for all of us. Get, let us be, we're being encouraged to get fired up about, and that's probably why the ten of air is reversed, because if something comes back around that we've ended, we know we were encouraged, inclined, directed, lead it, led, guided to end something, and now it's coming back around. At eclipse time to be dealt with. The fact that the eclipse is in Taurus, Taurus, you're the, this is the, your sign that the eclipse is, this lunar eclipse is in. Ruled by Venus, a sign talking about the self-value, self-worth. If something comes back around that you know is not worthy of you, you know that your self-esteem can't take any more hits from this scenario, situation, person, whatever. That's what you needed, this courage and confidence of the Ace of Wands. That's why it was it's sideways, because you get the choice to flip it upright or be reversed in it, where you're not very confident, not very courageous, not really accepted, willing to accept the challenge. 
So that's your encouragement towards all of us. We're being encouraged through you and this Ace of Fire energy to go for what we know, to take on this the energy I described um, yesterday and the Wednesday were Monday on the Lunar Lounge of just there being a lot of, um, you know, erratic energy and the, the um, um the nervous tension, the, the anxiety, because we don't know what's coming. We don't know. We can feel something's coming, but we don't know what it is. We can't quite put pin it down or, or put our finger on it. And that's how we're being all being encouraged with, along, right along with Taurus to take on these challenging energies with confidence, with courage, um, knowing that whatever it is, we can handle it, okay? Uh, also, I also want to mention Taurus and for everybody that the Ace of Fire is also my card for unexpected or quick gains, okay, especially monetarily. So it could be your willingness to step out on faith, accept the challenge, take, get a new lease on your life that you um, come into. This could Taurus is ruled by Venus, love and money. Taurus is earth, money, material things. So you could, we could easily manifest by all tapping into the energy that Taurus got, okay? Next up on deck, Leo. Leo, you, in keeping with this theme of the Ace of Fire that started this whole thing out, Leo, you've got the Emperor card, and it, is, it, it governs Aries, <laughs> which would be represented by the Ace of Fire as well, fire sign. And so... That's how I know that spirits got us on a track here in this in this flow of um, of the horoscope, because right after Taurus with the Ace of Fire, here we are with Leo with the Emperor card, and the Emperor is the number four in the major arcana. And guess what house? Much like Taurus, y'all lined it up. Taurus with the first house with the one card, and Leo you with the fourth house with the Emperor card, which is a four card. So the fourth is your mess. The fourth is in the Met. Today is 1111. Count up the ones in 1111 and tell me what you get. Okay? So there's a portal being opened to something new, hence the ace, the newness, the gift of something new. All we have to do is be open to it. And then here you are, Leo, in all your kingliness, queenliness, royalness a whole emperor. Spirit is absolutely, you know, encouraging you, Leo, to stand up in your energy. You, Nobody has to tell you, Leo, how to be an emperor or an empress. That's your nature. <laughs> That's your nature to be an authority on something, right? Let me just read to you real quick what this little booklet says about it. It's real quick, but I think it'll help. In the upright, the emperor says, you are establishing structures and foundations for the number of foundation, by the way, <laughs> and found structures and foundations you're establishing from which your success will grow. You favor stability and certainty over flexibility and change. You have the discipline to see your plans through. Stability, that's a four key word too. Foundation. If you continue, if you, whatever is going on with you, whatever you're sensing, whatever you're encountering right now that may be challenging, I have a feeling it could possibly be challenging because of Taurus leading the way with this ace of fire, you're being 
encouraged that you, much like Taurus, much like us all with this queen of water at the bottom of the deck, we can handle it. It wouldn't be coming up if we couldn't. You all the more, Leo, because you're being seen by spirit as a whole emperor. The emperor is over all the kings of the kingdom. The kings rule over the kingdom, and then the emperor rules over the kings. What? That's a lot of authority. The fourth house talks about these same foundations and stability, especially your inner emotional foundations, Leo. That's where your stability comes from, not material success, not how many people like you. That's a Leo thing. You know, they're, they're typically the life of the party. They typically have a lot of friends. They're ruled by the sun. They like to shine. Spirit sees you shining because you're an authority on how you feel. Scorpio energy that's opposite to this Taurus full moon energy, the Scorpio sun, is all about, I've been talking about it all week, is all about this psychological self-analysis, our willingness to dig deep into our psychology, deep into how we feel, deep into our issues with intimacy and sharing, you know, sharing, period, sharing emotionally, energetically, and sharing resources. When it's reversed, the emperor says, it says here, step up, be accountable, and get the work done. Be mindful of your relationship with power and authority. Allow this energy to flow through you, not against you. Whatever emotions are coming up, y'all got the queen of water at the bottom of the deck. The emotions are coming up. This is a whole lunar eclipse. If it hasn't yet, which I would be very surprised, it will. <laughs> That's not me speaking anything over you. I've lived through enough eclipses to know nobody gets, it doesn't skip over any of us. So you're being encouraged to let how you feel, let your feelings flow. Be the authority on how you feel. Don't let anybody else try to tell you. And if you're feeling any level of confusion about it, you don't feel like an authority on how you feel, This it, you're being encouraged to do that. Go there courageously, bravely, just like the Ace of Fire that Taurus got, okay? Next. Scorpio, Scorpio, you, I just love, I just love Scorpio. Not just because one of my parents is one, but I just love Scorpio. <laughs> my parents are both fixed signs. They will all fall into, they will both fall into these first four horoscopes. They're so funny. But Scorpio, the card that came out for you is the magician, a number one, just like Taurus got a number one. Isn't that interesting? Your opposite sign. Y'all are the one and the one right now, right? And you are actually having, experiencing this Taurus eclipse through your seventh house of partnership. Since Taurus, since Taurus is your opposite sign, Scorpio, that highlights the seventh house of others, partnerships, any other, even the other parts of you, higher self, lower self, shadow self, inner self, uh, younger self, inner child, right? All these themes and things are coming up for you. And with the Magician card, you're really being encouraged to heighten your awareness. With you and Leo, with these major arcana cards, it's not really cards that talk about you necessarily doing something. The major cards are more beyond our control. These are descriptions of energies happening, you know, around us. Uh, more so than in us and being manifested through us. So 
the magician says something is going to manifest for you at this Taurus full moon more than likely. It could have it could be manifesting in the area of partnership. It does not have to be romantic. It could be manifesting in the area of business partnerships. It can be manifesting in the area of seventh house is just any one on one contact you have. So it could be just someone you meet while you're out around this time of November the nineteenth. Um, it could be it could happen today or tomorrow. Eclipse energy it, it is impactful well before the date and well after the date. So that's why I say it could be happening right now. It could have already happened. But you're manifesting likely in this area of partnership tied in right to the Taurus message that really everybody should be tapping into of a new lease on life, a, new, a challenge to be accepted. Maybe you're a Scorpio. You ain't thinking about being in a partnership, romantic, platonic, personal, professional, none of that. You don't even want it. You just want to be left alone by yourself. Magician, like I said, it is a number one car. You just want to ride solo. You're being, you're being, you may not be able to avoid it. What if something goes happens where you're forced into to work with somebody for a particular goal or reason that you didn't see, and not necessarily work as in a job, but as in partner up with to get something done or accomplished? Maybe it's family. Something goes on with the family, and now you got to work with that cousin you don't like. you got to work with that other relative you don't like. And so you're being encouraged in the way. Let me um, give you some insights with the little um, booklet also for the magician. Upright, it says you are taking action to manifest your goals and have the resources to create what you desire. You combine magic and practicality to bring your ideas to reality. Reverse, it can talk about you discovering what you wish to manifest without taking action quite yet. And being uncertain if you have the tools you need, let allow the universe to work out the how while you focus on the what. There's that allow word again that points us right back to the queen of water at the bottom of the deck, this allowance, this openness. That's why I'm saying even if you're not open to a partnership, one could be thrust upon you in a particular way, shape, or form. And so if you would just let the, just like this said, in the allowing, allow the universe to work out the how, God, spirit, your higher self, the precious Holy Spirit of God. Allow this in energy to work out the how, how while you focus on the what. So, Scorpio, don't focus on what you don't want in partnership. Focus on what you do want. Perhaps between now and the, the lunar eclipse on the 19th, you can just jot. It doesn't have to be a long list. But the magician has every tool at its disposal, and one of them is a sword. So however it manifests, maybe it's it's the wand, maybe it's the fire, maybe it's something you do. Maybe you don't have to do 50 things. Maybe it's just this one thing. Magician is a number one. Maybe it's with the cup. Maybe it's the cup that you use, the water. Maybe you just need to express one thing to one person that will unlock and open the door energetically. For you to manifest op- optimistically in the area of partnership. Let's move on to the final sign, which is Aquarius. Aquarius, you are experiencing this Taurus lunar eclipse in your 10th house of honors, of 
achievement of success, worldly success, of public recognition, right? And your card is the two of earth. So I like that it's earth, Taurus, right? Because if you're endeavoring to manifest money, like a lot of Aquariuses I know, um, that's on the table. But it may require you to take a a balanced approach. You know, if I, this is I don't know why this is giving me temperance card feels. And one of the signs, which sign got the temperance card? Ooh, a sextile to you. I'm feeling this temperance energy because on the temperance, the image on the temperance is this angel that you know this alchemically like pouring and mixing with these two cups, right? And here with the, the, the this two of earth, I see you kind of measuring and, and toying and playing with an idea, especially ideas about money, how to make money, how to make more money, how to help others, you know, as far as money is concerned. And I see you just being encouraged to kind of enjoy or have fun. That's coming up. Enjoy or have fun with the balancing act. See, and that goes back to your fellow fixed sign, Taurus and Leo, that started this whole thing out. When you accept the challenge like Taurus is being encouraged to do, somehow, some way along that process, it's unseen, it's unconscious, you don't see it happening, but somewhere along the way, once you decide, you know what, this isn't too much for me. This isn't too hard for me. I am equal to or greater than any obstacle or challenge that I could that could come up against me. And once you know that, it shifts. You're no longer this victim at the mercy of what's happening and what's popping up and what's challenging you. You now are in this power position, tenth house Aquarius, right? This this uh, Taurus lunar eclipse is in your tenth house Aquarius. And this puts you at the top of the wheel. You're at the top of your game this season. Taurus Lunar Eclipse is giving you a divine opportunity to be at the top of your game. And perhaps because it's a lunar eclipse and there's more emphasis instead of what's, you know, so new coming up, which there will be as a direct result of it, but more emphasis being put on what's being eclipsed out, what's being let go, what's being released, what's being shed with this Scorpio energy, what's being shared what's being given away, gifted away, um, 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 you know, that's going to help you. Uh, let's see. Two, I'm looking at my card. I have a personal deck of cards that I literally created, which I have here for the two of earth. It's the Jupiter and Capricorn card. That is so funny because Capricorn governs the 10th house. And so this is, that's what I'm saying. You can't. Look at all the cards for all the fixed signs so far. Ace of Fire, passionate new beginning, accepting a challenge, new lease on life. Emperor, authority, being the authority, uh, uh, the authorities, authority figure, someone in a position of authority. Magician, the, the manifester of the tarot, as well as awareness. There's an awareness here. And then your card, Aquarius, the two of earth. And, and, and I just see this. I see growth. I see change. 
especially as it relates to business partnerships. Oh, the two got it. I'm like, what is the spirit? The two business partnerships. Be on the lookout, Aquarius, for be. That's why this is the two of Earth. Be flexible. Remain flexible. The two of Earth talks about ups and downs, right? And not taking things so seriously, but finding the balance amidst the ups and downs. Once again, like I mentioned earlier, the, and even on this card, it's like a figure eight. It's like an infinity sign. And, it, and notice in the middle is where it continues to cross and meet up. Whether it's up, whether it's down, it meets up in the middle. And in the middle is this sense of stability. So you're being encouraged to find balance especially as it pertains to your um, your resources, I, this would not be a time to overdo anything. I mentioned on yesterday's Wednesday word, the astrology around this lunation is a, includes a square to Jupiter. Don't overdo it on the on the spending of money or time. Find the balance between work and play. Find the balance between spending and saving. Find the balance between saving and sharing with others, right? Okay, and you'll be glad you did. You 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 will you you may not perceive that you could manifest based on that, but that's what spirit is conveying right now for you specifically. All right, moving on. Next sign up is Virgo. Virgo, you are experiencing this Taurus lunar eclipse through your fifth house of which is ruled by Leo, of fun, of creativity, of games, of play and leisure, of, um, of pa- this, this open-hearted passion, right? And then you get a old fiery, passionate card like the three of fire. So even more so, um, Virgo, and you, you don't have Virgo, even though Virgo is an earth sign, Virgo has some intensity to it, you know, the whole routine thing, the whole... Um, you know, working a groove, doing something over and over, even on the uh, the eight of Earth card, which is Sun and Virgo card, you ju- you just see them stacking up pinnacles, stacking up coins, whatever they're doing, they just keep stacking up that coin, stacking up, stacking up. And so, with that in mind, I want you to consider with this three of fire that based on that, your passion for your creativity, your passion for projects, creative projects that you're working on, your passion for children or your child or even your inner child, your passion for play is causing your shifts to come in, Virgo. Keep it up. Follow your heart. We got the queen of water at the bottom of the deck. Keep nurturing it. Keep nurturing it and deal with it sensitively. Even if people crap on you like, Oh, that little, they have this little meme that goes around where somebody's calling it your little business. Oh, you still doing that little business? Oh, you still that, you still doing that little hobby? You, don't, don't even worry about it, baby. Virgo, your ships are coming in. <laughs> don't even worry about it. I can't see a Virgo really worried about stuff like that anyway, at least not the Virgos I've met and known. But you're just being encouraged to stay focused on what's coming in. Like I said, lunar eclipse. And Taurus is about shedding, letting go, releasing, something being eclipsed out. Maybe it's the noise. Maybe it's the naysayers. Maybe it's the um, the childishness, fifth house for you, Virgo. Maybe it's the childishness or the immaturity in other people. 
that you're you're that's being eclipsed out as far as you paying attention to it. You're being encouraged. Don't look behind you at the naysayers. That's why they're behind you. <laughs> look forward to the shifts that are coming in for you based on your attention, your time, your effort that you put into creative hobbies and, and projects. Um, if it's not that, then it's the energy that you put into uh, uh, nurturing your inner child, nurturing the playful side of you, right? Let Don't let anybody, they don't know you, they don't know your energy, they don't know what spirit is dealing with you and working with you on. So it, to them it may look like, well, Virgo just play all day. They just playing. They, that's all they do is sit, they, you've been playing, let's just say I was a Virgo, you sitting up playing with cards and playing with charts and all this stuff. Let them talk, Virgo, because you're doing, you doing <laughs> when this show, let me read you the three of fire. I didn't read the two of um, Earth, but I used my interpretation of my cards. That's fine. What does it say about the three of fire? It says, get out of your comfort zone and explore new opportunities for growth and development. Cover new ground and expand your horizons. Reverse, it says, you are playing it safe, but limiting your growth and potential by doing so. What's holding you back? It's time to spread your wings and fly. And so with your ships coming in, it just further reiterates that, you're growing. <laughs> Your growth potential is being revealed, perhaps to you. Perhaps you didn't even realize your growth potential. Perhaps you've been playing yourself small and playing it safe, uh, holding yourself back. So maybe this is an encouragement to you with the fire, the three of fire, to and then the fifth house is ruled by Leo, a fire sign. So maybe this is an encouragement to you to keep going, keep expanding, keep developing, no matter what people say, right? All right. Next up is Capricorn. Capricorn, you are experiencing the Taurus. You and Virgo have easy access to this Taurus energy because y'all are both Earth signs. So this should be a good time. Just like with Taurus, being able to, you know, just be reborn anew and, and, and allow me to reintroduce myself. That's what you're probably going to be looking at a lot of Tauruses energetically doing. You know, let me reintroduce you to the new me for the first time. And then here's Virgo getting a chance to really immerse themselves and enjoy this uh, divine opportunity as well. And then here you are, Capricorn, Showing up in all your Capricornness as the king of earth, right? Now, the king of earth is reversed. So I want you, I definitely want you to pay attention to your health. Whenever I see the king of earth reverse, I don't like it. I want you to pay attention to your health, Capricorn. You're experiencing this Taurus new full moon lunar eclipse in your ninth house, another fire energy. Uh, just like all, all of y'all, Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn are experiencing this lunar eclipse through an, a fire house. So, mm, I don't know why that just came up. Um, Capricorn, be careful. Be re- because the ninth house is about growth and expansion. This same energy that I was just talking to Virgo about, new developments, things developing, things growing and expanding, and, and that correlates really with this ninth house of Sagittarius energy. But you're not going to grow and expand if you're not well. Let's see. 
Let's see what this reverse king of earth says. I just like to compare and contrast what Spirit's giving me with these little booklets and stuff. Reverse king of earth, uh, Capricorn, reflect on your relationship with money and wealth. You may be putting money before anything. Ah, you may be putting money before anything else, negatively impacting your relationships and well-being. Emphasis on the well-being, ninth house. Or you may be mismanaging your finances, leaving them in disarray. Take responsibility for your financial well-being. Capricorn, I don't know a Capricorn that doesn't have financial well-being. It just kind of is a thing. I could probably say the same thing about Virgo. Y'all tend to have the finances on lock. But is your health on lock? Well-being is not just one-dimensional. You can have... What would it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? What would it profit a man to gain all the riches and wealth in the world but pass on prematurely because, oh, you thought having all this money meant, oh, now I can afford to eat what I want. Now I can afford, I can afford prostitutes. I can sleep with whatever and whoever I want. I can have the baddest. I can sleep with the baddest. Call girls, da, da, da. You see where I'm going with this? And that, that is what came up, and I didn't want to say it, and it came out anyway. Capricorn, ooh, don't just have sex with anything and anybody, because that would be a horrible way to go out. You got all this money on lock, but you're reversed. You got all, you, you got all the material things you can think of, but you, got, you done contracted something. What's the point? The upright. You'll know when you're upright. I'm going to read that too. This says the king of earth upright. You are confident, attracting, and managing wealth. You can translate your vision into something that is tangible, practical, and often lucrative. You are the ultimate business owner, and that's what I'm saying. Like I said earlier in the broadcast, the kings and the queens, we, got the, we all got the queen of water at the bottom of the deck, and you're, the, you're showing up as a king. These energies manifest as the ultimate in um, maturity and responsibility. When you've gone through from the ace to the two to the three to the four to the five, and you've gone all the way up and now you're a queen and a king, you are standing in the highest energetic expression of that particular element. And for you, you're showing up as the highest expression in your element, but something's off, something's reversed, something's out of, out of whack. And so it, the sexual thing had long came up, but it just further reiterated itself there. Um, health, just it, it doesn't have to be sex. It can your sexual health. It could be your mental health. It could be your psychological health. It could be your emotional health. Whatever, the money's going to lock Yay, I'm happy for you. Now let's address everything else and quit acting like it's not a problem and quit acting like it won't ultimately affect your money. Perhaps that's why it's coming up now to give you a heads up and a warning to help you. If you will, if you will begin to focus on these areas, these other areas of your health that need, need it, then you can be upright in, these, in your emotions like you're upright in your money. You can be upright in your mental health like you're upright in your money. All right? I'm not going to belabor it. That's the message. I'm moving on. Next up, 
cancer. Oh, peace, caller. <laughs> I I have been on another screen. I see you, K.O. Thank you for coming back. I recognize your name. Thank you so much for joining us again today. And I do see you, caller, from the 860, um, 860 on the line with your hand up. It's just that I'm not taking callers right now. Now, wait, because what I have been doing when I come on it, too, is taking callers at the end. So I've got how many more signs to go? We're halfway through. I've got I've done six signs, and I've got six more to go. Um, because likely whatever your sign is, it's your question, you're going to get some insight into your question through um, the horoscopes. I've already done Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, Virgo, and Capricorn. And right now I'm about to jump into Cancer and do Pisces, Gemini, Libra, Sagittarius, and Aries. So once I get done with Aries, then I'll pop back over. And if you're here or went away and came back, then uh, I sure, let's do it. <laughs> I would love to chat if we've got time left in the broadcast. Thank you so much, Caller from the 860, for joining us. Stay connected. We do free, absolutely free reads every Sunday that we're able to. On the Saturday and Sunday, please feel free to um, join us then if you can't wait till the end of today's broadcast. Also, I am introducing something new this week starting tomorrow called $5 Fridays. And there is a link in my link tree with a dollar sign that's to my PayPal. Uh, if you PayPal me $5 or more on Friday, you will get a read. Other than that, I'll be on here on Fridays just rapping about the Astro Tarot energies that are floating around currently, okay? So let's wrap this up and see if we can't take a call or two at the end. Cancer, you are experiencing this Taurus full moon lunar eclipse in your third house of Gemini, which is a mental air house, right? And then here you go showing up as the king of air, a.k.a. the king of cores, which actually came out sideways, much like Taurus's card came out sideways. So you've got a choice here, and it's air. So that implies choice. That implies you thinking. That implies you analyzing. That implies, especially with the um, king of air, right? So you're being called, Cancer, to think very maturely about whatever's coming up. You're being, once again, these queens and these kings that are coming up, spirit sees y'all as this ultimate in in your energy. You're a water sign, Cancer, but this season, you're being called to think more than you to think, to balance out what you're feeling with rational thinking in the third house, right? To balance out what you're feeling with what someone is saying. Perhaps you're being called to even listen better. Let's see. Let's get some insight with the king of air, and we'll take it from there. King of Air, I'm going to read both because you're sideways, so you can choose to be upright or reverse based on how you maneuver from this point. Upright, you are in your power, ruling from a place of authority. Leo's card, the emperor, we're all tapping. I didn't say that for no reason. We are all tapping into the energies of these fixed signs, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius. So the fact that Leo got the emperor card and now we're talking to Cancer about authority is no coincidence. It's no mistake. Um, um, Cancer, you use your analytical abilities and intellect to assess the situation at hand and make clear decisions based on what you know to be the truth. Reverse, the king of air, Cancer, says your expression of power and authority may be misdirected 
You may be indecisive and feeling stuck. Center yourself and connect with your inner power. So what's coming up right now is you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Let me see. I just want to see some. I don't want to just fly by it because I just I feel like something's stuck. And maybe that's why you came out sideways. This really the king of um, air sideways. The king of air, yes, and that's Gemini energy in my card system. Speak your truth, and then the truth is coming up. Cancer, speak your truth. That maybe that's why you're sideways because you're feeling stuff, but you're not saying it. You're feeling and thinking stuff, but you're keeping it inside, and that's and that's potential. That's potentially going to have you reverse. Center yourself and connect with your inner power. Truth is powerful. This Scorpio energy that's opposite Taurus is the sign of power. Maybe it's some truth that you need to speak that is going to put you in a power position, in this king of air position. So don't deny yourself the divine opportunity to speak up at the appropriate time. Just as easily when it's reversed, this can talk about not necessarily speaking up and being quiet instead. So maybe that's why it's sideways because you will need to be the deciding factor in whatever scenarios and situations that are popping up leading up to this Taurus lunar eclipse that you're either going to speak up or you're going to be quiet. I, I can't tell you which one that is. You, when the scenario pops up, you'll know. I just spoke on yesterday's Wednesday word about the energies that are playing out right now as well. We're all being encouraged to listen. Mercury is opposite Uranus right now. Don't make hasty decisions. Maybe that's why you're sideways, because you need to wait it out. You need to lay down, not physically, but energetically lay down and wait it out. Let me see how this plays out. Let me analyze, king of air, let me analyze this third house of Gemini. Let me... Let me analyze this. Um, let me encourage you, Cancer, that you are powerful. That's why you're showing up as a king. I don't care if it's sideways, reverse, or what. You're powerful. And also let me encourage you not to engage with dirty energy and, and to cope alone. You know, sometimes we go through certain things and, and we're feeling certain type of ways and we just want to be around people. We want to be distracted. We want to go to happy hour, try to forget about it, all this stuff. I'm encouraging you to cope alone as as you see fit and also to accept whatever it is. Maybe it's a truth you're going to have to accept coming up, and it's going to weigh heavy on your mind. So either way it goes, if it's, even if it's a truth that you're being encouraged that you're going to have to accept, you can. You're the king. You can accept it. But I would watch my mouth. <laughs> don't be with this Mercury opposite Uranus right now. Be slow to respond. I said that on yesterday's Wednesday word. Be slow to respond, but quick for you. Quick to analyze. Quick to think about it, and get. You're not being encouraged in your feeling ways. Not in the card. Not in the astrology. You're being encouraged in mental ways. Maybe you. Maybe because you're a water sign Cancer, you're not used to this. So maybe you need to write some stuff down. Maybe it'll help you process and analyze what's going on or what you're being confronted with either internally or externally by writing it down. So I'll leave it at that so we can continue to move forward. I encourage anyone who just has questions or something's resonating but 
you want to go deeper into things personally, feel free to click that link tree and you can contact me. Just click on that um, mail icon and send me a message. <clears throat> Pisces, you are experiencing this Taurus full moon lunar eclipse in your 11th house of Aquarius. Air energy, just like Cancer, just like y'all's fellow um, water sign Scorpio, okay? So with, who Scorpio had the magician. So for Pisces, you got the devil card. Yay! Don't we just love when the devil card comes out? <laughs> um, which is a, number 15, which is a six. You're experiencing this uh, Taurus lunar eclipse in your 11th house. So 11th house talks about change. <laughs> 11th house talks about reversals. 11th house talks about um, breakthroughs, right? And I have a feeling this devil card is popping up because the, it's the very opposite of change energy. The devil card is all about what constrains us, right? Our addictions, our obsessions, the things we're attached to and tied to that we're unwilling to let go of. And, you, and Pisces, you are having the – I don't care what card I would have pulled, you're having this Taurus lunar eclipse for your 11th house of change. So this devil card is like, you may not want to change, but change is going to come. Change is coming to you. This is a major arcana. This is beyond your control. Let me read to you real quick this devil energy, right? The devil says um, in the upright, you are aware of unhealthy attachments, addictions, and dependencies that are affecting you. You may think this air energy that you, Cancer and Scorpio, are embodying right now, you may think it, it is hard to let go, but it is easier than you realize. Let go of fear. That's you, Cancer, and Scorpio's message right now. Yeah, Scorpio got the magician card, which is Gemini. Cancer got the king of air, which is Gemini. For me, it is. It used to be Aquarius, but now it's Gemini for me. And, and here you are with the Capricorn card, but your, your astrology is the 11th house of Aquarius air energy just like Gemini. So this is y'all's key this season. Y'all are water signs, but y'all's key through this challenging eclipse energy is in your mind. That's where the battlefield is, is, and that's where the battle is won or lost. The devil energy of attack, like it says, attachments, addictions, dependencies, codependencies. 11th house also governs friendships, associations, People you network with, maybe it's time to cut one of them things loose. Let it go. In the reverse, the devil card says, be aware of self-sabotage. Come on. And self-destructive behaviors. Release any self-imposed limiting beliefs that are standing in the way of your growth and expansion. Just like we were talking to Capricorn and Virgo about the growth and expansion. Capricorn, you got the Capricorn card, the devil card. You can expand, and that was the, my message to Capricorn. Here you are showing up as the whole king of earth, got all this money, got all these material resources, got all this, but then what do you really have if you don't have your health? What do you really have, Pisces, if you're attached to, addicted to, and dependent on groups, people, places, things that are unhealthy for you and you know it? And the only thing keeping you stuck and attached is because you think, like this says, that it's hard to let go. Baby, it's eclipse season now. <laughs> you got the energies of the whole omniverse 
working with you in your favor to help you shed, release, let go, eclipse something out of your life that you know, you know, don't need to be there. So Pisces, that's the word. I know y'all are so, oh, I want to cry right now. Oh, Pisces, y'all are so compassionate. Y'all are known to be so selfless. Y'all are known to be so giving and, and, and just, just allowing and accepting of so many things and people and scenarios and situations. And maybe that's why it's so hard for you to let go because I just, I'm just channeling y'all's energy and I feel it. It's like the unconditional love of Pisces. Pisces could even love a devil. That's probably why y'all got this card. But spirit is saying this is your eclipse horoscope for a reason. It may not be a particular person, but it may be the way you relate to a particular person that has to go. It has to go. You can't do it like that anymore. This is the time. And if you don't let go, eclipse season is coming to drag you. If you do let go, eclipse season is coming to help you and support you in your letting go. Let's move on. Gemini. You are experiencing this Taurus lunar eclipse in your second house of Taurus, <laughs> and which is probably lending itself to why you got the judgment card, which is also a two. It's the number 20, but we don't count zero, so it's a two also. So you got these, this message of these twos by way of this judgment card. The second house of Taurus, Gemini is going to refer, this is going to be a season where you know, what you value, your values, your possessions, your self-worth, your self-esteem. Um, um, it's, go- it's all going to be on the table. It's all coming up for inspection. Things that, and people and scenarios and situations that take away from how you feel about yourself, take away from the value you place on your own self. Or it may be coming around this um, eclipse energy to complement, to, to supplement, to add to your self-esteem. Uh, uh, I got a message. That somebody clicked the link tree, sent me a message the other day, and they sent it over. I go to bed early, y'all. I, go, I, I got to get my rest now. I got to be in tip-top shape to deal with life. And um, But I woke up to this message they had sent overnight, and it was just so encouraging. You know, I don't, I'm not that type of person that I need validation and all this stuff. But I'm a human being, so when someone sends me a random message of, oh, I just wanted to say, and I just love your, I love your delivery, hey, that's going to add to your self-esteem. You're going to feel even more valuable, even more worthy. That's not where you get it from. You're not codependent on people for that, hopefully, if you're in in a healthy frame of mind. But when you get it, yeah, it feels, feels good. Adds a little bit. It feels like second house, Gemini is ruled by Venus. And Venus brings the ease and the comfort. It was very comforting to get that message. And I'm a Gemini rising, by the way, so that's probably why this is so befitting. But you got the um, the judgment card, Gemini. Let's let's look into this real quick. Judgment upright. This is your time to rise up. Come on, yeah, you feeling good now, huh, Gemini? It's your time to rise up, Judgment card. You are experiencing experiencing a huge spiritual awakening and realizing that you are destined for so much more. This is your cosmic up-leveling. Come on, you're leveling up, Gemini. This is your cosmic up-leveling. Be ready to tune in to a higher frequency. Reverse it says, you may be troubled by your past actions and choices and their consequences for the present. 
self-doubt and judgment are holding you back. You are so close to a major shift, you just need to get out of your own way. Second house of self-value is coming up in this judgment card. It says self-doubt and judgment are holding you back. Gemini, judge yourself. Look at this queen of water at the bottom of our collective deck. Self-love, self-support, self-care, dealing with yourself and others sensitively. That's a beautiful thing. That's, that's very valuable in this day and age. How many people you know, how many people you've come across in the past month that have dealt with you sensitively? Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's not that common anymore. <laughs> so you're being encouraged to at least, Gemini, deal with yourself sensitively. You're worth it. You're worthy. You're valuable. You're priceless. And a judgment call has been made on that. It's a wrap. It's over. That's done. God said so. So what you going to say? You might want to agree, much like I was just telling Pisces, you might want to fall in line with what spirit is saying about you so you don't have to worry about being judged in whatever sense and context you want to take that in. Judgment is, is the judgment card in the psychic tarot deck, psychic tarot oracle deck comes up as uh, what is truth. Gemini, tell your, your, your whole air sign, communicate truth to yourself about who you are, not the lies that have come about because of what you've been through. You're, more than, you're worth more than what you've been through. I don't care if you've been assaulted. I don't care if you've been abandoned. I don't care. It doesn't mean you're not worthy. It, you're being, once again, let me remind you of this on the way out the door before I get the Libra. This is your time to rise up if you have been feeling down, if you have been having bouts of low self-esteem. I want to cry again. Y'all, it's a water day. It's just, Thursdays are ruled by water. And I just and this lunation coming, this eclipse, and I just have been I cried all rising. <laughs> Nothing crazy, just it wants to come out, and it's better out than in. We're a whole queen of water at the bottom of the deck for a reason. If you get it out and you flow, just like this says, a lot our, for the Queen of Water on the on the slideshow on the Blog Talk Radio website. Only when we allow our feelings to flow freely can we clearly define the natural boundaries of our intuitive abilities. Intuitive abilities are based on feeling our feelings. If it, especially now, coming up to an eclipse, if you don't want to feel your feelings, you're going to get dragged. You're going to get judged. You're going to have a hard time. You're definitely not going to be able to deal with anybody else's strong feelings. So, Gemini, it's your time to rise up. You're spiritually awakening and you're realizing your destiny. North Node of Destiny is what makes it an eclipse. So, that's that. Libra, only three more signs to go. Libra, you are experiencing this Taurus full moon lunar eclipse in your sixth house of Virgo. You, Gemini, and Aquarius are all experiencing this eclipse through Earth houses. And so, Stability is on the table. Interestingly enough, you got the seven of fire reversed. That's not very stable. In the upright seven of fire saying stand your ground. You're not standing your ground if it's flipped over and reversed. Let's take a look at this so we can break it down real quick. Seven of fire says, <laughs> let's just read the reverse first since it is reversed. External pressure is weighing you down, leaving you doubting yourself and whether everything is worth it. Don't let your doubts get to you. Own your position and don't censor yourself to keep others happy. Especially in the workplace, Libra, six house is the house of your everyday lifestyle, the work that you do every day, every week, regularly, right? 
the, the your health and nutrition, what you eat every day regularly for the most part. We all have cheat days and stuff like that. But what you eat regularly. Uh, um, Six House also talks about uh, wardrobe, clothes. It also talks about pets. It also talks about service, people who do work for you or if you do work for somebody, if you're, you know, whatever that is. Um, maybe it's somebody at your job. Maybe it's somebody that, that, you know, your house cleaner or your lawn service guy or your water delivery guy. Um, they may deliver stuff to your office and something pops off close to the eclipse and you're going to have to put your foot down. You, you're, you're not going to have the luxury of not standing up. And I know, oh, this is why it's coming up for you, Libra, because y'all are known, notorious for being uh, uh, ambivalent. Y'all, can, y'all are the sign that can see both sides. That's why y'all govern law and judges and the, the whole scales is y'all's, um, y'all's uh, the, the symbol for y'all. And maybe it's because y'all are so good at seeing both sides that you, you don't, you, Libra's ruled by Venus, y'all bring the ease and the comfort, so you don't, you don't want a confrontation, you don't want to have to, you know, deal with something head on, but that's exactly what you're being encouraged to do. The seven of fire in the upright says, you are in an enviable position when you stand up for yourself, Libra. You have worked sixth house activation. You have worked hard, hard or smart to get to where you are, but other people want what you have and are prepared to fight you for it. Protect your territory and stand up for what you believe in. Libra, if you're standing up for what's right, then it's all good. I know you don't want to be harsh and hard and all that, and you don't have to be. You can do a, uh, you can pull a Mariah, you can take a, a, some, one of my relatives just, <laughs> they just told me, I was replying to something in a, in a, a relative group chat, and they were like, uh, oh, you oh, you, Mariah Carey today with the shade. And I wasn't even trying to be shady. It's just, you know, I'm a Gemini rising, so that quick wit and all that stuff. But you will be respected more when you stand up. And I know even if you don't care about stuff like that, you will respect yourself more. You see the cards that the fixed energy's got, the ace of fire, the emperor, the magician, the two of earth. We're, this is powerful energy here. You are powerful, Libra. And in your everyday life, in your everyday lifestyle, lead, especially leading up to this Taurus lunar eclipse, if you would embody even more of that power, you'll be so glad you did. Your sixth house, your, your, your everyday life could be positively impacted. Like I said, you, Gemini, and Aquarius all have these earth house activations. So it could impact your money. It will, just like with Gemini, second house of self-worth and value, the same second house that talks about how you feel about yourself also talks about the money you can attract based on your skills, natural talent, skills, and abilities. That's why I say even if you do have to confront or stand up or deal with something, by all means, do it in your very Libran, oh, I don't know her. You don't have to cuss anybody out. Oh, I don't know who that is. Just in, in your Mariah Carey voice, just. Oh, and she stands up for her. She's a whole Aries. She stands up for herself all the time, and she y'all ain't heard her cut somebody out yet. A whole Aries, known for fighting. Y'all haven't seen her scrap out and scrap down with nobody yet. So it doesn't have to be that aggressiveness. It can just be assertiveness. 
Sagittarius and Aries, y'all are wrapping it up for us. Sagittarius, you, oh, I just noticed this. We are so awesome. Y'all know I'm a Sag. Sagittarius, you are experiencing this Taurus lunar eclipse in your eighth house of Scorpio. And your card is, drumroll please, the temperance card, which is the card of Sagittarius. It just came out in the reverse. So let's jump in and see what Spirit's trying to show us here. Why are we reversed, y'all? What? Temperance, reverse. Center yourself. Oh, it is the number 14, which is breaks down to a five, by the way. Center yourself and come back into alignment with who you really are. Focus on your own inner peace, not what's going on around you. Sagittarius, the eighth house of Scorpio, talks about intimacy. It talks about your psychology. Everything I've already been saying about Scorpio, this is the Scorpio house. You are experiencing this Taurus lunar eclipse to the Scorpio house. So it's, it's, an, it's a water house. You, Aries, and Leo, all, you, all, all of us fire signs, we're in, it's already emotional because it's an eclipse, you know, it's a lunation at all. And then we're experiencing it through water. I just told you I've been crying all day. Nothing crazy, just let purging and letting stuff out, the very energy of Scorpio, which, as you can tell, I'm falling right in line with it. I'm purging. I'm releasing. I'm shedding. I'm sharing with y'all. I didn't have to tell y'all that. <laughs> and so... In the upright, let me read that so you'll know what it looks like when you get back upright, if, if you're not. It says, you are discovering how to create balance and harmony in your life. You find alignment and a sense of peace with your external surroundings. So eighth house is also about transforming. It's also about death and, and rebirth cycles. And so um, if you're feeling reversed or upside down, once again, like this queen of water, like I said, all the fire signs are experiencing water house energy. Much like this queen of water at the bottom of our decks, <clears throat> you're being encouraged to, oh, to allow your feelings to flow freely. Cry it out, like, I'm, like I was saying. Let it, 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 eighth house is also intense and extreme, so it may throw some people off. Maybe you can't really just talk to nobody, right? You know, maybe until you, it, whatever it takes. I'm just showing you that it could be extreme, either somebody external to you coming at you with some intensity, some extreme emotion, some, something real deep and psychological and all this stuff. You could tell their psychology. Like I said, Scorpio, it's the sun's in Scorpio for all of us. So everybody's psychology is getting activated, and it could be coming from the external where they're showing up as the upside that They're imbalanced, the temperance reverse. They're not using moderation, but they're, like I said, with this square to Jupiter, that's the, uh, a tight aspect for this lunation, they're doing too much. So you're being encouraged with the eighth house energy to possibly to purge that as it relates. Hmm. Hold on. It's Something else is coming up in my spirit, and I'm not just trying to uh, – hold on real quick, y'all. Something else is coming up, and I know when I see the key word, it'll hit. Here it is. Hold on. Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, here it is. Okay. Temperance. 
imbalance, self-indulgence, excess, clashing, lack of perspective, discord. Yes, that's what's coming. That's why I say it could be popping up from somebody external to you, antagonism, recklessness, or hastiness. Um, Sagittarius, don't let nobody come in and throw you off your balance because they're imbalanced, because they're having psychological hiccups right now because of all the Scorpio energy that's kicked up. Because I'm feeling like it's less, I talked to quite a few Sagittarius, and, and this, it wasn't resonating. That's why I was like, it's something else. When the temperance is upright, there's harmonious relationships. There's tranquility. There's inner calm. There's peace and patience and moderation. This is even one of the soulmate cards. It could be a soulmate. that you, Soulmates don't have to be romantic. A family member can be a soulmate. That just is somebody you have a soul tie or a soul a level relationship with and eighth house is very karmic Sagittarius and I'm about to do Aries next which is 12th house very karmic um, Leo with the fourth house very karmic very tied to the past uh, very tied to family Leo so Sagittarius focus on your own harmony and inner focusing on making sure you're not the one that's showing up reverse is going to be your best bet because then that means whoever could pop up on you who's in their reverse temperance energy, you are either going to naturally, like this says, clash. You're either going to naturally re- repel each other because what, what, um, what the, one of the scriptures in the, in the Bible says, what uh, correlation does light have with dark? They're going to be completely repelled by you. Trust me, I've seen it. People that be in all manner of, I call it fuckery and fuck shit, Sorry if that offended anybody. But uh, they don't like me. <laughs> People that are, live a reckless life and are low vibrational, they don't like me. And that's what this is showing me, that if you're making sure that you're in your upright position, you, that will naturally, your natural, you done manifested your own card here, temperance. If you make sure you're in the upright, high vibrational, angelic energy, you won't even have to worry about it. Okay. Last but not least, drumroll, please, we have Aries. I know Aries is so not used to being last. They're like, what? We're last? Aries, y'all are even experiencing this Taurus full moon lunar eclipse in your last 12th house. The final, out of all the 12 signs, the 12th house, that's what you're experiencing this Taurus lunar eclipse through. So it's, it's definitely heavy on the endings, and you, you have the nerve to manifest a nine card. And we're on a nine day, two day which is the nine is all about ending. The nine of water or the nine of cups that you got is arguably one of the best cards you can pull. The, we call it the wish card around here. Make a wish. Today's an 11-11. <laughs> Come on, Aries. I feel your fire and I like it. Make a wish. The 12th house, Aries, it, just like I was mentioning to Sagittarius and about Leo, these y'all are we're fire we don't naturally tap into water energy but here you are you even manifested a water card and on the temperance card by the way Sagittarius you've got the two cups with the water on it so and then the fact that Leo got that emperor card is a hint that's why I was telling Sagittarius if you're standing in your authority as a Sagittarius you don't have to worry about being reversed with you Aries tapping into this Leo emperor energy if you are standing in your authority as an Aries, an initiator, you can initiate some necessary endings, and it'll be 
a wish fulfillment for you if and when you do. I just got through mentioning over and over again this eclipse energy is about things being eclipsed out. And here you are activating a a astrological house that talks about endings, things leaving, things being released, accepting the death of something, our overall card, the ten of air. To the degree that you do allow stuff to go and flow and end and wrap up and release, It'll be like wish fulfillment to you, Aries. Nine of Water here says, you are deeply satisfied with everything that you have. The planets have aligned, and you have everything you wish for. Count your blessings and express gratitude for what you have created. Maybe that's what the 12th house is for you, this culmination point. You've gone through all the houses as far as full moons are concerned, and Something has culminated. Something has manifested. Something has peaked. Something has come to come to come together. What the thing I've been saying all this time about nines and endings and eclipses? Things don't really end in cycles. Look, our overall card was the ten of air reverse. Ten of air upright is things ending. Ten of air reverses, mm, maybe not so much completely ended. <laughs> so. That's what I encourage people all the time. It, it's happened to me numerous times in my life. As soon as I finally accept the end or the death of something and I let it go, it's symbolically like I, I actually take the items that, you know, this particular person gave me and I trash them away from my home or I ritually burn, you know, something. Like as soon as I line my actions and my intentions up with the living reality that I have indeed allowed something to, to die off or to be released, non of water, wish fulfillment. Either a few things have happened with me specifically. Either that person, place, or thing comes right back <laughs> like a boomerang. Here I am throwing it away to come right back, ten of air reverse. In a different form, Scorpio is about death and rebirth. Whatever you think has died really is just wanting to be transformed back into your life in a new way. That's why I say sometimes it's not really these situation scenarios and relationships with people. Sometimes it's our way of thinking and dealing with the situations with people. In my own personal relationships, I just talked to somebody the other day. I said, I have let you slide for this long coming at me in a certain way because I knew what you had gone through before. But, baby, that day is dead. <laughs> Speaking of death, ten of air, that day is dead. Speaking of the 12th house, Aries, the, it's over. It's a wrap. You're going to come at me correct or you're going to suffer the same fate as everybody else. They don't have access to me no more. And as soon as you're willing to do that for real this time, Aries, you're going to mess around and get this wish fulfillment. Reverse it says, and this is what happens if you don't. Reverse it says, rather than looking outside for your happiness, look within. What does success look like to you? How do you define it? If your outside world is not bringing contentment, change your definition of success. Maybe you thought, well, I can't let them go because then we'll be divorced or then we won't be together. And then people will think my relationship failed and all this stuff. And spirit's like, uh, dude, maybe your success is coming from doing that. Maybe you're saying change your definition of success. Maybe your definition of success is what's flawed. 
you thought success meant be staying with this one particular person for the rest of your life. And spirit is like, yeah, but if the person I really have for you is somebody else, then your definition's flawed. That's just an example. I'll wrap it up there. Let me see how much time we have left and if we can take any callers. Four minutes, five minutes. Let's see if we can do it. Caller from the 860 is still here. I just have to know who this is. Peace. You're alive and on the air with Mama Dada. Who is this? Yes. Yes, it's funny. I'm a fire sign. I'm I'm sad, but I have an Aquarius rising. So whoa, um, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. My name is what? my name's Amla, and Amla, uh, I love it. Yes, thank you, thank you. So I don't know what's going on with me. I just I just feel like there's a lot of transformation. Maybe because Sag is coming up. My sign is well, my birthday's in December, um, December sixteenth. Mm-hmm. So oh, wow, you're a seven. I don't know. Oh, I'm, What's going on with that? Okay. Aquarius rising as well. Yeah. And so you're saying you're just like curious about what's going like. What's your actual question? I just want to be clear. Oh, okay. so, I, I wasn't sure how you work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get right to it. So basically, um, a lot of people. It's funny that you were just talking about death and like it's like about transformation and a lot of people. I'm letting go of my life, but what's the the current theme that keeps on happening is that I follow through with, with, with what I'm going to do and people don't. And it could be something simple as mm-hmm. a yes or no question in a text and they don't answer back. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, okay. it's, it's insane. It doesn't make sense. You know, like those are easy things to do and follow up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> that resonates yeah. with me so much. And it hits on what I was talking about for Sag as far as people showing up just like what you're describing, it's these others that are showing up. Because it wasn't, I was like, why are we reversed? It didn't make sense. But it's these yeah. others that are in, that we, we have connections to that are popping up out of nowhere, just like I just said about my scenario, in this reverse energy. And that's why. That is the reason why. That is why they can't reply simply to a text, to a, a question. Because to okay. them, to, to you, it's simple. But if they're in their reverse energy, just like I mentioned earlier, meaning, yes. um, you know, they're in balance, they're self-indulgent, maybe they didn't even see it. Maybe they look right at it and kept right on about their day. Not intentionally, not to hurt your feelings, but they are that right. out of balance. They are that yeah. self-indulgent and self-absorbed and self-involved. And they lack, and potentially they, maybe they're, discord, another manifestation of the reverse temperance card. Discord meaning, what if they can't reply to you because they're literally fighting, like not an actual fight, but just going back and forth with somebody, and that's consuming all their energy, causing further imbalance. So um, especially with the Aquarius card being the uh, two of earth, which shows this balancing act going on. That could also be, you know, lends itself to what may have them showing up in the reverse temperance energy, which is they've got a lot going on. Yeah. You know, that could be it too. So maybe that's an an encouragement to you to in the upright. See, I feel – I, I'm just going to end with this. It's like, it's like I always feel like I have to understand that everybody else is going through something or they have a lot on their plate, but I know, same with me but too. That's like, why you know, there's no excuses. Like, I know. come on. 
I agree, you know? I agree with you one million percent. And as yeah. a Sagittarius, let me help you understand, we are cut from a different cloth. When you get into Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, the final four signs, we're talking about higher level energies and entities here. We're talking about angelic energies and entities. You can't uh, expect, it's not, it's, not, it's not the to down Aries through Scorpio. It's not to down them. But it's to say that, that there's an energetic order for a reason. And right. so if we're really looking at these other energies like, well, why can't you just be like us? We're the whole sign of morality and judgment and rightness and truth. And a lot of people, that's overwhelming. That is too much. Truth is too. I am literally, as a Sagittarius, I have literally had people tell me, don't tell me the truth because I can't handle it. Oh my! Like you know what? It's so funny. I actually had a friend who's not a friend anymore. Like she's a girl. She was a girlfriend. She goes, "I'm blinded by the lights by you." <laughs> she was honest about, right. about it. I I really commend her for that. She was a Virgo, and she goes, yeah, "I can't see. be friends with you anymore because I'm blinded by the lights." <laughs> that is wow. Why. You are you are on the right track, and I understand as your fellow Sag how it can get, it feels a little lonely. I, it's a time like these where I feel a little less lonely because I'm like, well, at least we get it. At least we're not the only one. You know, I'm not the only one that this is happening with. So I, I, I definitely, I, I feel you, and I'm encouraging you because I can feel you to bear, not bear with these people, like I was saying about my scenario, not bear with them as in tolerate their BS but bear with them in a way where you gain more of an understanding of their ability or lack thereof to really uh, relate with you. They just cannot. Other people that aren't Sagittarius and up, they cannot really deal with the truth. They cannot really relate. They'll look at me like, how are you so honest? Why are you always telling the truth? Why are you, like, it doesn't even register with them why somebody would tell the truth. Like, it doesn't even make sense to them. Why wouldn't you just lie? Why wouldn't you just say that it was something else than what it was? So I'm encouraging you also in this upright temperance way of uh, the the upright temperance talks about inner calm and tranquility and peace and balance and patience, a lot of patience and perspective, which is what I'm helping to give you now is a higher perspective on what you're dealing with, which is in this season, especially with the looming eclipses, to temper your energy, especially with other people who may likely, who likely are not vibrating as high as you. And which means they're likely having, if you're even, if you're, however you feel about what's going on, I can almost guarantee you they feel a lot more and a lot worse. And they feel less able and capable of handling what's going on, which may be another reason why they're not communicating with you. I've dealt with that as well, where people feel like I am so high up energetically that they don't, they don't, they only want to come to me when everything's great. Because they they don't want me to look at them like, Yes. Something's wrong with them. Yes. I feel the same kind of empathic energy from other people as well. The funny thing is I'm actually legally blind. 
So I okay. think with me, people, it's funny because I, I've had an astrology reading say, you tell the truth like nobody's business. I mean, the astrology <laughs> in my chart, it says that as a Sag. I have a lot of Sag planets. And then the other thing is that some another reader said, I see through people. And it's true. It's not because I only have that energetically I could see through people. That scares them. You just kind of, you just kind right. of like prompted something within me to say this. It's, no, it's it crazy. makes sense. It's really weird. And then they they blame the vulnerability within me. It's like, oh, you're blindness. So they try to, like, push me down because of my dis- so-called disability. I don't like calling it that. but um, I understand. Whatever. You, whatever, yeah. So, just, I, um, I, I like that you said that. I, obviously, I don't like that, you know, you've been declared legally blind, although I, I see things from a spiritual perspective. So when right. you tell me that you're legally blind, that means – you do. You would likely have other senses heightened yes. because of that to compensate. Right. And so I, I was pulling some moonology cards as you were talking. I got the full moon in the Aries card, which is literally the moonology card that I pulled on yesterday's Wednesday word. And I okay. pulled the full moon in Taurus card, which is literally the lunation that's coming up here as an eclipse. And the the, the uh, only the third the third and final card that came out is the waning moon card, which talks okay. about what you need to release, potentially who, but likely what. Like I was saying earlier, it may not be a person or people. It may be a way of thinking. Like I mentioned to you with this temperance card earlier, perspective. It may be a perspective that you need. You're being asked to release. And yes. the bottom of the deck in the moonology card is the south node. Don't let your past hold you back. Don't be confined. It could be a person, but like I said, it could just be a habitual way of thinking that you're being asked to release so it doesn't continue to hold you back. A lot of times when we see things pop up in other people, it is really pointing us right back to ourselves because there's an element of us that resonates with them, which is likely why we're connected to them in in some way anyway. So, Exactly. Don't let don't even let who you have been. We're having an eighth house transit, which is Scorpio. We're being transformed this month. We're not going to come out of Taurus eclipse. Nobody is, but even more so Sagittarius. We're going to be transformed. We're going to be reborn, and perhaps this past that you're being encouraged to not let hold you back is a past portion of you, a past version of you that wants to be released. Maybe that is what you need to release. And I'll leave you with this because this says, uh, this waning moon card says, where is it? Where is it? Here it is. Hold on. Because that says waxing. Where is the Hold on. There it is. These little pages. There it is. Okay. What do you need to release? It says it's safe to let go and move on, whether it's an aspect of you and your personality or a person in your life or a way of dealing with a person or people in your life. It's safe to let go and move on. Spirit is encouraging you in this eighth house energy to, in fact, change, to, in fact, release, to, in in fact, uh, uh, transform. It also says move forward with as little resistance as possible. Just like with the, ah. you know, the, the, the way you felt about people responding and stuff like that, just like this overall 10 of air card that we all got accepted. Okay. They didn't reply. Moving on. 
this is this is not the time to start new projects because we're working on this is eclipse season. So this is whatever new that you want or that you're working on or focus on, it will be enhanced as a result of what you're shedding, releasing, and letting go. Not necessarily as a result of the you um, doing something new per se. Right. If you're if you're doing something new it's likely going to be in correlation with what you're shedding, releasing, and letting. You know what? I, I, I haven't had any success in, um, you know, shifting my relationships or changing, uh, having, acquiring better relationships. Why don't I try to wrap things up in a different way before? It didn't work when I just cussed them out. Maybe this time I'll just, you know, explain to them, or maybe this time I'll just, not say anything or like how people, yeah. maybe these other people are giving you a hint into how you yeah. need to go about doing things, right? And then this yeah. finally says, um, releasing emotional baggage is recommended now. It also says, say sorry to someone. I don't like that word, so I'd say apologize to someone. Um, it, and the last two things it says is do energetic work such as meditation or yoga, which goes right okay. back to that temperance card, energy of the inner peace and the calm and the tranquility and the harmonious relationships, starting with the one with ourselves. And then lastly, it says, soon you will see what lies ahead. All of this is happening for a reason. It's a very karmic time. It's a very destined and fated time because of the eclipses. So nothing, none of this is happening for no reason. Everything is happening exactly as it should our thing yes. as Sagittarius and with this temperance card we all pulled is how are we encountering the energy that is happening with everybody? We ought to be, we're yes. of the higher vibration. We ought to be the main ones encountering any potential chaos that comes up, anything that's coming up in our relationships, anything that's coming up, you know, on the home front, business-wise, career-wise, family-wise. We ought to be intercepting whatever's coming up, like somebody throwing you a football, Catch that energy with balance. Catch that energy, and as soon as you catch the ball, focus on planting your feet firmly. Because if you catch it and fall, the play is over. But if you catch it and you can find your balance, you can get that touchdown and you can get that win. I love that. That's beautiful. Oh, thank you. That's no, I, I did not say that. Channeling. Spirit channeled that through me because <laughs> yes, I don't talk like that. I can totally tell you're channeling. I do that all the time, and I just <laughs> oh, oh cool. that's, that's amazing. Thank Happy you so 11, much. Happy 11 You're like a wish fulfillment for me because I just love talking to y'all. So thank you, and I hope the rest of your 11-11 is magical, even more magical, even more powerful. And I hope you come back and join us um, when we're live again. Stay connected. Yes, I will. Thank you so much for your show. You have a lot of insight, and you're very gifted and talented. Thank you. Keep on shining. Shining God bless light. you. Thank Absolutely. you. Same to you. Peace, Amla. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs>